Welcome to our big table. Today is October 27, 2019. In today's episode, we will play 20 questions. You will get to listen to us eating eight different kinds of apples, and we will call Dr. Del Raymond and ask him if an apple a day really does keep the doctor away. Also, Elizabeth will give us the first ever Golden Chair Award. Joining us today at our big table are Archer Lamb, Jonathan Lamb, and me, Sarah. Okay, let's start with 20 questions. All right, time for 20 questions. In this segment, Archer has a person, place, or thing that he's thinking of. And Sarah and I have to try and guess what he's thinking of by asking no more than 20 yes or no questions. Indeed. And today, I'm just going to give you this hint. It is a thing. So thing. go ahead you don't and need to start give us asking hints. your questions. Oh, we'll take all the hints we can get, Sarah. All right, Wait, let's see Wait, we should see keep it. track of how many questions we ask. I, oh, for sure. I got that right here. Okay. All right, do you um, want to go first? Yes. Okay, it's a thing, right? Yes, it is. Is it something that we have in our house? Um, normally, we would not find it in our house, no. But it might be in our house. Wait a minute. It might be in our house, but... Okay, um... Archer, is this the kind of thing that would be safe to eat? Um, uh, you could eat it. Um, it would probably be relatively safe. Um, but you wouldn't eat it. Okay. All right, Sarah, you're up. Is is it a live animal? Um, it is alive. Yes. Oh. But yeah. Was, you didn't say if it's an animal, though. Could so it I, be like a plant? Well, okay, so I'm only supposed to answer with yes or no. So, yes. Yes. Yes, it is a live animal. Yes. It's a live animal. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes? Yes. It might be in our house. Okay, well. Mice, Mice might be in our house. Yeah, should we go with that? Should we Uh, ask for that? Yeah. Should we ask if it's a mammal? We should ask if it's... I'll go with mammal. Okay. Is it a mammal? No. Um, So, it's a live animal... And it's, like, not a mammal, so it could be... Okay, is it an insect or arachnid? Yes or no questions, No, please. is it an insect or arachnid? So is it... Oh, yes. Okay. It, it is an insect or arachnid. Or yeah. an arachnid, okay. What are we at with questions? You are currently at five questions. Five questions. All right, we have 15 to go. Is it an insect? Yes. Is this an insect that Ava doesn't like? I guarantee it, although... Does this insect have more than six legs? Oh, uh, hold on. So it's not going to be like a millipede or a centipede. Unless he says yes. Oh, you think you would yeah. have already said yes to that by now? Yeah. Okay. No. No, it doesn't have more than six legs. So it could have could four have, legs. Could fly, maybe. Maybe it can't fly. It could be a bee. Could be. Is this an insect... That I have kept in our house before. Yes. Oh, what have you kept in the house before? Um, I give me kept, a list. Let's see. Sarah, you've kept so many things. <laughs> I, I know it's but it, it, be, it narrows oh, down a little ladybugs. bit. Ladybugs. It could be a ladybug. Okay, ladybug. What else have you kept in the house? Um, not stink bugs. Okay, you've we've had uh, those grubs that you feed the frogs. Oh, I hate those, but yes. Um, so okay, it could be a mealworm. It could be a ladybug. 
What about um, praying mantises or something like that? No, or stick I haven't bug? kept those. Those things are terrifying. Are you sure? Yes. Hmm. Oh, you know what? Actually, today as Archer and I got out of the car, there was a beautiful stick bug. I hate stick bugs. On our garage door frame. I bet that's what it is. Whose turn is it to guess? It's yours. Okay, so Sarah doesn't remember keeping a stick bug, but I bet it's that anyway. Is it a stick bug? It is a stick bug. Yes! I haven't kept any stick bugs, Archer. Cue the applause noises. Yes. Cool. Tell us about stick bugs. The scientific term for a stick bug is a phasmatodia. Phasmatodias are also known as phasmida or phasmato. Um, are variously known as stick bugs. Um, they are they range from 1.5 centimeters to over 30 centimeters in length. How many Archer, centimeters was the one we saw? I can guarantee you that I haven't kept a stick bug. I do not like sure, stick bugs. Sure, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm I, I'm pretty positive I remember seeing a stick you bug might be thinking in of a millipedes. jar. All the bugs just blend together, Archer. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Now, um, Ava is uh, scared of this. I know we've entered our house and we've seen them kind of on the walls. And um, she's scared of them because they will bite. And although they might bite, they are herbivores. Um, they do not eat other bugs. But so just let a, me address a, my friend who could be listening. She's been trying to inform me about stick bugs lately. And yes. I keep telling her, you know, stick bugs can bite. And she just won't believe me. And she thinks that stick bugs are endangered. So to my friend listening, if you are listening, just know they can bite. They will bite. Uh, okay, but like, don't worry. They won't eat us. They'll just bite us. <laughs> and they're probably not endangered. Archer, can you search up if they're endangered? I will search that up right now. But they're herbivores, which means they only eat they vegans. Uh- I mean, they only, <laughs> they only eat plants. Yes. So there are a huge, wide range of phasmatodia, um, and some are endangered, uh, or at least threatened by the destruction of their well, habitat, what about which is the in ones tropical who areas. Live here in Missouri, in Missouri, I don't think those are endangered. All right, for you <laughs> listeners, if you think you know of an endangered phasmatodia, did I say that right? Phasmatodia, phasmatodia yes. species in Missouri, submit that to Archer at OurBigTable.net. That's A-R-C-H-E-R at OurBigTable.net. And if you can identify one, you'll we'll call you up, have you on our show, and, and you'll, you'll win a prize. Winner. Yeah, you'll you'll feel good about having proven Sarah's friend correct. <laughs> and if you are Sarah's friend listening to this, call in anyway, and you may win a prize. Since we're going to be talking about apples. I figured we'd actually start off by tasting some different apples. I have eight. I think it's eight. Maybe it's six. No, it's eight. Eight. Okay. I have eight different kinds of apples for us to try. Oh, wait. Did mom actually record which kinds of apples these are? I think she labeled them. All right. Here's the first one. What is it called? Uh, We'll tell you that in a minute. No, I want to write it down. No, I'm not. No, it's a secret. I don't want to be. We'll tell you in a second, Sarah. We'll tell you in a second. Once you taste the apple and you think, oh, man, this apple is really, really good. And it could be poison. None of these apples, to my knowledge, are poison. Okay, here we go. Take oh, a bite. That's what someone that had poisoned the apples would say. Number one is a honey crisp. 
That's good. That's tart. It tastes like a pink lady. That's my guess. And Archer, scale of one to ten, how would you rate this apple? I'd rate this apple uh, two. What? Really? I listen. I judge pretty harshly, and I don't like sour apples a ton. So, Sarah, how would you rate it? Um, I really like the consistency of it, but it's a little too tart for me. So I'd give it about a six. A six. What do you mean by the consistency? Uh, I really like how crunchy it is, and the skin is really thin, which is really nice. Actually, I enjoy really soft apples. Oh, yeah, same. I really like apples. You'll probably get one of those here in a minute. Maybe. Okay, by the way, for uh, listeners, this apple is reddish, but it's not dark red, and it's got green and red kind of mixed on the skin. And here, the green and the red is like smeared together, so it's not distinct. And I guess I'd rate this one a six. Oh, I just took um, my last bite of it, and that last bite wasn't very good. It was like really like sour. Yeah, it did. Okay. Um, Just getting progressively worse and worse. Here we go. Here's the next I'm one. I'm concerned for the last apple. I know. As we get full wait, of apples, wait, we're going to like them less. what was that apple less. called? Uh, I'll tell you in a minute. Ah. It's a secret till the end. Number two is a jazz apple. All right. I'm taking a bite of mine. This one's too crunchy. Oh, like it's not even that crunchy. It's just hard. Hmm. This apple's like a lot less sour. It definitely tastes different. To me, it's less crunchy. It, it only slightly less crunchy. Yeah, just apples. slightly. I've had softer apples. This is not one of the soft apples. Like the other one, when I was biting into it, it felt like my teeth would push into it and it would sort of crush or crunch under my teeth. And here it still feels firm. So it's not soft, but it's not um, like crunching under my teeth, so to speak. What would you, how would you describe the color, Sarah? Um, it's about a light red. With a few like yellowish spots and some yellow smeared around the top. Some apples have some sharp color contrast. These these kind of apples kind of like blend together in yeah. a watercolor kind of style. It's a really pretty apple. Yeah, I'm not seeing any green really on this one. It's more of a smooth pink with I guess I guess like if you zoom way in, there's green in there. Except for the dots that Sarah mentioned. There's nice distinct dots throughout it. Archer, what would you rate this apple? I'd rate it 2.5 out of 10. Oh, Archer is a tough rater. It was like slightly better than the last one. Okay, Sarah. I give it a 7 out of 10. 7. This one, I, I like it a little bit either. less. I'd give this one a 5. The main thing I'm going for currently is just less sourness. Yeah, the they're really tart and like sour. Sarah, there's an apple in front of you. Oh, hi. Thank you. Number three is a red delicious. Oh, this is a really deep red. Here you go, Archer. Yeah, deep red. Also, the shape's different. It looks like it's less round. Oh, it's really squishy like a gala apple, and it's really sweet. This apple, I think if we had the whole apple, I think it'd probably look like the apple that uh, the the uh, evil uh, queen gives to Snow White to try and trick her. Into- because of its redness. Right, just because of its solid red, like the red lips that she's described as having. Mm. Yeah, this is definitely the reddest apple oh, of all of them. Oh, but it has like a weird, like, I don't know how to describe that. Almost like pesticide. <laughs> I don't what, know. on the skin? Yeah. It tastes a little waxy, perhaps. Kind of. I, I don't normally eat wax, but when I do. <laughs> when you do, this like is the this. kind of wax you like, huh? Yes. I think this one's a little bushier. I mean, it's not mushy as in uh, bad and gross, but it's definitely not crispy like the other one was. But that's what you like, right, Archer? No, this is what I like. This is great. 
I, I agree with Sarah. The yeah, I don't skin, like the skin. It, the skin is not that good. Like you eat some apples and it's just like, oh wow, that inside part was great. But then you eat the skin and you're just like, I wish I hadn't eaten that skin. This description, Archer. I rate this a probably four point five out of five. Um, we're rating it at ten, by the way. Sorry, out of ten, four point five out of ten. Well, that would explain okay. why you said. I was gonna no, say no, that's no, 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 no. That I still, I'm, I'm pretty consistent. I just sometimes mess up what I'm saying. But like the main reason that it's getting, like probably more points off is just because of the skin. Okay, Sarah. Um, I think that I'll give it a five out of ten. It wasn't as good as the other ones. Yeah, I'd give this one a four. I don't like this one very much. I like them crispy and crunchy. This one's too. To, um, again, it wasn't like it's gone bad soft. It's just, I think it's like yeah. it's supposed to be soft like that. Yeah. Okay. If you don't like tart ones, Archer, I don't oh, think, no. I don't really think you're going to like the next ones. So the next I'm, one I can already okay, tell so I'm not going to like. Green one. It's I'm pretty green. sure this is green. a Granny Smith. Number four is a Granny Smith. Um, I'm not seeing any other green apples on our tables. On our plates. So no, this I'm, was the only green one. Ooh, that's tart. Ooh. I got one of oh, every geez, kind they I had. Like I'm almost afraid of ah. eating it. Ooh, that's making me pucker up. Ah, ah. ah it's nice. It's a nice ah. lime green or light lime green uh, skin. There's not it's many. It's like, no, it's like a juicy pear um, bean. Yeah, bean. that's right. About that color. Um, yeah. No it's dots like, on it like the other ones have, you, though. If you've ever gone blueberry yeah. picking and you eat some blueberries, yeah. but then you eat that one blueberry just... that's very clearly like not, not ready. right, not ready at all. It's just that kind of taste. Woo! It's really, that's, it's really crunchy, though. That's so. pretty crunchy. Not as crunchy as the first one, but yeah, I like. I think it's pretty crunchy, too. That is tart. Okay. Archer, how would you score that one? 0. 0.5 out of 10. Whoa! This is the worst one yet. I do not like this one. I would not eat Sarah. this. I give this, like, a zero out of ten. Zero. I really don't like this. I get this one a six. I can barely finish this. You horrible monster. I like tart ones. It's pretty good. Okay, plate number two. Number five is a gala. There you go. There you go, Archer. This one this one has a lot of spots too. It's like the really dark red one mixed with the light red one with the spots. It's going away from the more watercolor pastel kind of type it's got some amount of like the sharp changes in the skin and yeah there are dots on it although i think most of them have some dots on it okay i'm holding the reddish one we had before and this one side by side and it looks to me like the colors are really similar yeah but uh, this one seems like a rounder apple so on that red one that we ate you can see like the colors blend versus this one where you see some sharper changes up top. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You see some striations, but they're not green. They're they're just like not red. All right, I'm taking a bite. They're less red. Mm. Oh, I like that one. I like this one a lot. It's nice and sweet. <laughs> it's really mm. good. Nice and firm, nice and sweet. The very first one we had, I think this is a little bit less crunchy than that, but it's still nice and crunchy. This is, I think, the sweetest one we've had so far. At least to me, it feels that way. And has a really nice flavor. I can't quite describe it, but it, one of the other ones had sort of a chemically flavor, I think. I know. Yeah, that's what I was talking yeah, about Sarah with was the describing pesticide. It, tasting like pesticide. This one doesn't have any of that in it at all. You know, of those times that I've eaten pesticide. Uh, I give this a 6.5 out of 10. 6.5. So precise. Nice. Sarah. 8 out of 10. 
8 out of 10. Well, because, like, the skin is a little thicker than I would normally like. I like really thin, thin skins. Yeah, I give this an 8 as well. I think that's delicious. Alrighty, next. Number 6 is a pink lady. Here you go. Thanks. This one's starting to brown oh, no. a little bit. I think you got a bad one. Did no, I? It, well, no, it just happens when they sit out exposed to the um, air. Yeah, but like this is like an internal brown. Oh, here, try that. Piece. This one doesn't have sharp colors. Um, like oh, I see what Sarah's one. saying. Yeah. There, it does feel like there's some soft. Not like yeah, yeah, soft, right there. I was going to say. Maybe that's just gone bad or maybe I can't or tell if it's the way the apple the is. Apple. Right, oh, this is a really pretty apple though. Yeah, yeah, the outside is also really red, but I don't see um, striations in it. But the dots... There are a lot more dots than that red one we were describing earlier. Okay, so it's a dotty apple that's red, darker red in the top, lighter red in the bottom. All right, I'm taking a bite. Hmm. I don't like it. Hmm. It's like... I like sweet apples, but like this is too sweet. Too sweet, huh? Hmm. Oh, yeah, I really don't like that one. I like the flavor quite a bit, but... Oh, jeez, I really don't... I really... Uh. It's not mushy either, it's just hard. Like, tough to bite into. I'm giving this one a zero out of ten. What? It's I, not that bad, Sarah. No, okay, whatever, you can read it how you want. Like, I don't Archer. like it. So, Sarah, what you're saying is, if you were given a green apple and this red apple, you would choose... Honestly, i choose a green apple. Hmm. Well, I give them you both zeros. Your, you want to change your score for green No, because I really don't like either of them. But She's giving them both zeros. All right, Archer, what are you scoring at? We'll score this four out of ten. Four out of ten. I'd give this one a five. Number seven is a Jonathan. I apparently like apples more than you guys do, or perhaps I'm less discriminating. No, I was giving them pretty high scores earlier. I don't like this red shade. It's like... A brownish Ooh, yeah. red. It's brownish red, yeah. This is it almost looks like it's dirty. Yeah, well So it's got yeah. a lot of brown in it. These um, are the mud apples. Usually I bite into these and they're at least a little bit more sour than you'd like. It has really small like white spots. Yeah, that's true. They're tiny. Hmm. Okay, I'm taking a bite. That's just the correct softness that I really enjoy. Um okay. The skin is fine. It's just, I think it's a little bit more sour than I want it to be in oh, yeah. sweetness. I like this one. All right, Archer, what do you give it? Probably 5.5 out of 10. 5.5. I like how you're so precise. Sarah. Hold on, I'm not ready. You can do yours. Yeah, I don't like the texture at all. It's way not crispy enough. No, I love this texture. I this love texture. The texture. I just don't like the flavor. Flavor is incorrect. Everything else is great. I think the flavor is fine, but I really don't like the texture. It's it's. I like how it's tart a little bit. Not not anywhere near as much as that yellow one was. It, it's okay. Uh, I'd, I I'd give this give it a five. One, I give this one an eight. Whoa, Sarah gives it an eight. Yeah, I really like the texture, but okay. the taste is a little more sour. Okay, guys, last one, last apple. Thank I you. hope this one's the best. Oh, this one's pretty. Number eight is an envy apple. Okay, so this one's yellower than the others, but it's got red in it. Um, the red's up near the top. This has the just splashes of color throughout. It's not like a blended color. It's like it's got yellow underneath with splashes of red across yes, the top. Yes, like somebody took a paintbrush, but it was kind of crappy paint. Well, you know, right? It's just like you brush just it like over it. And it's just, yeah, too dry paint. 
you're, what you mean by that is instead of being smoothly spread across, it's like little bits of paint that goes down. Oh, yours is a lot different than mine. Mine's like really red and yours is really yellow. But they are from the same apple, cut from the same yeah. apple. All right, I'm taking a bite. Oh, it's really crunchy. By far the crunchiest apple. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. I think that first one was really crunchy. Mm, all right, I've got another. I'm going to take why that don't first you, one. Yeah, why don't you take a bite of the first one? Mm, yeah, good point. That first one's ju- it's like crunchy with more water when you bite in it. This one's the same amount of crunchy, but it doesn't have a bunch of water yeah. released in my mouth. I think it's a little too sweet. I think these are, I think, the apples that I normally like to eat, but uh, it's just gala. not. Well, we, we I, like I don't only know. Have we'll, get the, we'll get the names fridge. in a second. But like these are the apples I normally like to eat, but usually they're a lot softer than this. All right, what do you give it? This one, uh, probably eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Sarah? Seven. I give this a seven as well. I like it. Okay, let's reveal what they are. Apple number one is called Honeycrisp. The second one is called a Jazz Apple. And you you can like learn, jazz? Anyone jazz you can learn more about this at jazzapple.com. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently this apple has its own website. Uh, I was not impressed with the Jazz Apple. Okay, the next one was the Red Delicious. And the fourth one, which was yellow, was the Granny Smith. Not surprising. That was the super tart one. Don't you mean green? Yeah, I'm sorry. The green. You're right. The green one. Okay. Which one did we eat first over here? I think the first one we had over here was the Gala. That's apple number five. The dark red one with spots. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the Gala. That one's real juicy and crunchy. Uh, Pink Lady was the one that um, I thought had a really nice flavor, but I thought was a little bit tough. Wait, which? Was that the next one? Yep. Pink Lady is number six. The next one does not have a label on it. But the people at the store told me that it is a Jonathan. I really liked that Jonathan apple, even though it was a cooking apple. Okay, and the last apple is called Envy. E-N-V-Y, Envy. And it's from New Zealand. So the New Zealand Envy. The one that Sarah rated the very highest was apple number five, which was a gala. And Sarah also rated um, the Jonathan as an eight. I like really like gala apples. Like, yeah, I do most. too. I like gala apples a lot. They're my favorite kind, I think. And... My survey says that I rated them the highest as well. They're usually less crunchy than the one that we got. Yeah, these were all um, individually selected apples, yeah. not in the bag. So I, I suspect they've been handled better and maybe they've been picked riper or something. But yeah, they were great. Okay, that was fun. We all tasted different kinds of apples. Crunch, 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 crunch. Crunch, 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 crunch. Today, we are going to interview Dr. Del Raymond. Del Raymond is my grandpa, and he's also a medical doctor that specializes in ears, nose, and throats, also called an ENT. Now that he is retired, he should have plenty of time to answer our questions. Today, we are going to ask about apples and if they can really be used to keep the doctors away. We've got some questions for you. Um, You are a doctor, and, you know, uh, I eat at least an apple a day, like at school. And I've heard this phrase used by my friends, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Uh, Can I ask, how accurate is that phrase? Well, I, in preparation for your phone call, actually went online and looked it up, and there's no scientific basis for that phrase. (laughs) Oh, well, well, Grandpa, I heard that you were allergic to apple peels. 
or apple skins? Uh, some some apple peels. If I eat, if I chew the peel, makes my mouth itch. So those apples, usually they're red, the old fashioned red delicious, which we always had growing up. How unfortunate. Yeah, I was, yeah, how unfortunate. The apples nowadays are so much better. But the red delicious, I always had to peel the outside because otherwise it'd make my mouth really itch and swell up. But I can, I can eat, uh, honey crisp and I, I try to eat a lot of honey. I try to eat honey crisp apples now because they're good. They don't bother my mouth. You're both a medical doctor and someone with a personal stake in the health <laughs> benefits or supposed health benefits of apples. You're the perfect expert. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Now, I, I, you know, the scientific basis for an apple a day keeping a doctor away is just simply based on they did a study that had a people, the, the, study, the study people had ate an apple a day and then the controls uh, didn't eat an apple a day. And then they counted, then they, at the end of the year, they counted who went to the doctor more often than the other group. And there was no difference in the two. That's really not a good scientific study. John can tell you a lot of problems with that. But I, I think an apple is healthy for you. I think it gives you some vitamins, gives you uh, uh, some non-absorbable bulk in your in your intestinal tract. I think it's good for you. I uh, would firmly agree with eating an apple a day. Just you're not convinced that it's going to prevent you from going to a doctor. No, you know, I don't think it's going to. It's not going to keep you from getting cancer. It's not going to keep you from getting a cold, but uh, I think it probably makes you feel better. Um, but I couldn't find any double-blind studies that have been uh, performed on the benefits of eating an apple a day. There's a lot of anecdotal studies, John, and that just doesn't hold it. Okay, well, I guess that's the answer. So at our big table, you're welcome to eat apples, but it may not prevent you from having to leave our table to go to the doctor's office. Right, right. And you know, my son Garrett always said an apple a day does keep the doctor away, especially if you throw it real hard and your aim is real good. It'll keep the doctor away. <laughs> I agree with that. Yes. Oh, have there been, has anyone attempted that I was tactic to say, on you? Have there been any studies on this <laughs> where they throw apples at doctors? And they have a test group. Yeah. They make they oh, have the doctors happens. and they have the non doctors and they test all the varieties of apples. With no, I don't think there's doctors. any studies on that one. I don't oh, I don't know how many doctors would sign up for that one. Man, I guess we just have to conduct our own studies. Yeah, I know. We'll have to have a control group that acts yeah. like they throw apples, but actually just don't let go of them. Right. You just throw tennis balls instead. <laughs> they just run at That's fast tennis as balls they can. like shaped and painted like apples. I see. <laughs> or maybe ping pong balls. You mean to determine whether the thing being thrown has to you know, be an apple? I, I found or out a couple other things. You know, an apple is 85% water by weight. I didn't know that. Huh. 85% of the weight in an apple wow. is water. Wait, Wait uh, what's our number for water it's 70. 70? According to the U.S. government, the amount of water in an adult human is up to 60%. So what you're saying is, like, at least 80% of us is like an apple. 80% wow. of you are like an apple. Wow. I am an apple. taste Sarah. Take a bite of Sarah next and see how she tastes. Great Sarah. We need a variety of Sarahs. Yeah, not crunchy enough, Delray. Not crunchy enough. At least that's you know, how I, I was, like them. As I was thinking about your phone call, I looked up apples and scurvy. Apples are not a good source of vitamin C compared to a lot of other vegetables and um, like oranges, oranges. Are better with vitamin C 
Can you tell us what I've, scurvy is? I've never is? seen personally a case of scurvy, but it's a connective tissue disease, which means the, the tissues of your body that hold muscles to joints and like that hold your teeth in your jaw, uh, connective tissue, it dissolves if you don't have vitamin C. And so the biggest problem with scurvy was in the, in the ocean, ocean going vessels, especially in the 17th, 18th and 19th centuries, uh, uh, the, the British pirates. Navy uh, would lose a lot of their sailors, actually die from scurvy. They'd get mental disturbance, mental depression, uh, lethargy, fatigue, falling asleep. Uh, skin would start blistering. Teeth would fall out, and they would die. In fact, some of the 18th century sailing ships would have at least 50% mortality from scurvy. Captain Cook figured oh. out when he became uh, uh, the famous Captain Cook and did his world travels, he would take um, barrels of malt. Now, John, I don't know for sure what malt is, but I assume it's a grain uh, product Isn't made from grain. But he would yeah, take barrels yeah. of malt and he would make them all drink or, or eat malt every day. And he, in his diary, said he never had a case of scurvy. But as I researched it, he, there are actually three cases of his that probably did have scurvy. But that's a lot smaller numbers than some of his contemporary captains where they'd have 50% of their men would get scurvy. So, Man, I couldn't imagine signing up to go on a trip knowing that there's a 50% chance my teeth are going to fall out, yeah. my skin's going to slough off, and I'm going to die from that. Yeah. Now, 30%, I'll take those chances. Yeah. <laughs> to see the world, yeah. I'll take 30% chance well, you know, of scurvy. A lot of, a lot of those uh, sailors were, were conscripted. Yeah, that's a good point. They probably wouldn't have gone for many reasons. Uh, we've got some other questions yeah, related to apples for you. So first, let me, Delor, let me tell you um, how we got on the topic of apples for our first podcast. So what happened was um, Elizabeth was at the grocery store and called no, no, Sarah. No, no, no. There's, Wait, there's right. nope, you're not. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Tell me how that so happened, Sarah. I was watching this video on YouTube, and I saw this person who was trying to get an apple, a different kind of apple each time they went to the store. And so I decided that I wanted to try that. So I asked mom if she would get a different apple each time, and she did. So what kinds did she bring home the first time? Uh, she brought home a Rome and an Ambrasia. What do you think about those ones compared to the eight that we just tried today? Oh, uh, I gave the Rome a 7 out of 10 and the Ambrasia a 4 out of 10. Elizabeth and I liked the one that... You didn't like as much, right? Yeah, you guys like the Ambrasia. Okay, and I think that's because we thought we liked it being crunchier. Yeah, you guys really like the crunchy ones. Yeah. But I like the sort of mushier ones. Okay, do you think that there are some differences in apples today than there were when you were growing up? Oh, tremendous, tremendous differences. We had red delicious, we had a yellow apple, and we had a green apple. Those are the only three apples we had growing up. Which kind? You had a red delicious and yeah, then a yellow, a yellow and a green. green. And there was a second red one. It was a smaller red one. But, you know, the apples the apples when I was growing up were never polished like you see them in the grocery stores now. They were all pesticides. They weren't sprayed with anything, and they weren't polished. So they, when you get them in the store, they were oftentimes, they would look dirty. So we'd take them home, and we would have to polish the apples. And if we found a nice, nice apple that we polished real clean and got red, Oftentimes, I'd take it to school and give it to my teacher. I'd give her an apple because that was a big deal. Because, yeah, oh, because cool. apples weren't polished. They were, they were, what you see in the grocery store today have been painted with a surface that makes them shine. 
that's not a natural apple. Uh, but the apples I had, the apples I had growing up were very dull. I think that it's like but a if wax. If you took coating. time with a rag, you could polish them just like brass, and you get them to really shine. And we'd take those to school and give them to the teacher, which was fine because I didn't like apples because I only the apples I had as a kid were mostly red, delicious. They made my mouth hurt, so I'd polish them, take them to school. I think that the coating is like a wax coating. Do you know what it no, is? No, I don't. But you know, all your if you look at your, all your apples in your stores, you don't see any of them that are dull. They're all shiny because they've been. That's not a natural yeah. apple. They've been sprayed with something. They've been covered with something. Yeah, we're gonna have to look that up. And Sarah, find the other thing we have to deal with that's kind of spooky is oftentimes you'd be eating into an apple and you'd bite into a worm because they'd have worms inside. So you you get a little protein with your fruit. Gross. <laughs> Pure if you had protein. an apple now, you bought from the store and you went home and took a bit and it had a uh, worm in it, most people would probably take it back and demand their money back. When I was a kid, that was just part of normally I eating would. a normal apple. As you'd get one, you'd get worms in your apple. I've heard that um, what's worse than finding a worm in your apple is finding half worm in your apple. Is that oh, a problem yeah. that you experience? Uh, well, yeah. You know, I, as I said, worms would give you a little protein. Sometimes, if you found half the worm, mm-hmm. you knew that the other half was somewhere else. They were little wor- They were little worms, though. They were probably about an inch long. They're just tiny worms. Tiny worms. <laughs> tiny worms. That makes them much more appetizing. I'd hate to <laughs> have like wor- apples grubs. with big worms in them. I'll, I'll just question take the tiny for ones, Archer please. and Sarah: Have you ever bobbed for apples? I Archer, have you haven't. ever seen anybody bobbing for apples? I've seen people do it. Yeah. I myself did not participate. I've heard that you just get water in your nose and you're always frustrated. Why is it it's so not hard? hard? What you do is you put your head down and you bring an apple to the edge of the bin and then you bite into it by pushing it against the bin. I learned that very quickly at school carnivals where we'd be bobbing for apples. But that was a very, that was a very common fall activity at school. I feel like at some point I remember, I remember doing that. Like we were at some sort of party at a friend's house and there was bobbing for apples and I feel like I tried it yeah but I don't think I was successful I remember doing it when I was younger and the way I was successful at it was I opened my mouth enormously wide and um apparently I had a really big mouth I I didn't exactly (laughs) my job but snake-like I opened my mouth and I could just get them maybe the apples were smaller do you think that kids when you were younger liked apples more or less than kids like apples oh, I don't now? Know. I don't know, Sarah. Uh, you know, when I was young, we didn't have a lot of fruit options. But apples was one apples of them? Apples was, was the main fruit we had. You know, we'd have other fruits in season, but apples were a late summer, early fall season, but some of the other stuff we had was just even a shorter season. So apples were the most common fruit we had as a child. So I think if kids nowadays have a lot more options for fruit, but I don't think a lot of kids nowadays eat fruit. We're gonna have to do a survey of our listeners. Hey, people, no, listening. just ask, ask in your class. <laughs> look at look at lunch. How many kids are taking an apple out of their lunchbox or, or in the if they go through and get hot lunch? How many of them choose an apple? Okay. Hey, last question for all the three of you: Have you ever had a, a bushel of rotten apples? I've seen them. I've seen them. I feel like, okay, I'm pretty sure that we've haven't bought 
or we haven't bought rotten apples, but Mom I'm just sure got that a bushel and a I bunch of them. John, your oh, parents probably Chris. knew about rotten apples, but the best thing about Halloween was rotten apples. You'd want you'd want to get all your neighbors. We had farmers who Wait, had that's apples. the best thing. Just a second, Delray. We have to we have to check you on that. You're saying the best thing about Halloween, like not is the candy, apples. not the candy, not spending time with your friends, just rotten apples. No, throwing rotten apples. Oh yeah, part of Halloween was can was getting candy, but then also as when the evening grew on, we would have kind of gang wars with rotten apples because all of that would be your best time for apples going bad is about the end of October. So, you know, rotten apples was a part of growing up. Now it's just a way to rate movies, right? Nowadays, the apples are good enough that you can't throw them anymore. That's just rot. Halloween's right. ruined. There probably are no rotten apples nowadays because. They process them better. They're just too yeah. good. <laughs> Darn. Yeah. Well, listeners of Our Big Table, you have just learned something today. You may have thought that the best part of Halloween was the candy. But you now know, at least when Dr. Grandpa Mon was growing up, the best part was throwing rotten yeah. apples at, at his friends. rival neighborhood gangs. In the gangs. Yeah. The gang wars and apples. The rotten Apple apples wars. and water balloons was a traditional thing, uh, Halloween night uh, um, oh, water balloons. Water balloons and rotten yeah. apples. All right, All right we've got... Yeah. Whoa, we have breaking my chair. Hey, yep. yeah, we've got another question for you, and we're going to bring Elizabeth in, too. He just, like, snapped too. his um, chair in half. I'm, yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to step out just a second. So hold up. You guys keep talking. But okay. We're, I'm just, I just want to discuss really quick. He just snapped his chair in half. Like, he was sitting on it, and it just, like, imploded on itself. And it just... Big table, bad chairs. We got so many chairs. Our rooms are just filled with chairs. If you guys want to buy well, some name, chairs, hey, we're wait, the main the name of your podcast is our big table, so you have to have a lot of chairs, right, for a big table? Oh yes, we, we have a oh, lot. Oh, we have too many chair. chairs. We have too many chairs. Yeah, we got about twenty-five restaurant right. chairs. At this point, Elizabeth joined us. Okay, we have one more question for you, yeah, Grandpa. We, um, so Elizabeth always would talk about the wonderful pies that her grandma Mon would make. And I asked Sarah and Archer if they've ever heard these stories and I we thought that they had, but they both are sure they've never heard the stories about I've never heard anything about pies. <laughs> like I like sure they pie, have. but I've never heard about it. I've heard Adam's pies. The only thing I remember about oh, yeah, pies. Uncle okay. Adam makes All right, the so, best pie. so anyway, the stories about the wondrous pies from Grandma Mon, um could you tell us about when you first remembered pies from your grandma Mon, oh, and, from his mother. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Your mother, um, Elizabeth's grandma Mon. So our great grandma. Yeah, Archer and Sarah's great grandma Mon. You know, I don't remember the first one, but when I was, you know, awfully young, my gra- my mother didn't make them when I was young as frequently as she did after us kids had left the house. Uh, when we were, when we were young, she'd make, she'd make pies probably once, once a month. But, uh, oh, when we moved, sad. when, when we moved back to Boise and I think she wasn't working as much or had more time, oftentimes, most Saturdays, she would make two to three pies every Saturday morning. Whoa. And they'd be done. They'd be usually be done by six o'clock in the morning. She, she was always an early riser. Wow. So she'd get up and she'd have pies out of the oven by six o'clock in the morning. I mean, she's waking up at like, 3.30. Right. She'd usually be up by between 3 and 4. Uh, she never had a recipe. I always asked her if she'd write a recipe down for me because her 
were pies I thought had a, un- a unique flavor, uh, and they were soft. They weren't a crispy pie. They were they were soft apple pie, but they always had a very unique flavor. And she never would write it down. She said, "I don't have a I don't have a recipe." She says it's just her mother had taught her how to make pies. Just a, a little sprinkle and of she, this and a handful of that. And voila, a pie. Uh, Marcia just reminded me that my my mother cooked with lard. Um, That's the secret recipe, uh, lard. <laughs> lard. That was that was the secret recipe. She would make her pie crust out of with lard in them, uh, and so John, you'll have to Elizabeth, you'll have to explain to Archer and uh, Sarah what lard is. But oh, we could explain that right now, Delray. Lard is pig fat. Yum. Yeah, very few people cook with it anymore, but uh, she she uh, would make her pie crust with lard, and they were very good pie crusts. So they weren't vegan pies. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. Not vegan. I guess Ava won't be having any. You know, I keep hearing about how there's more and more excellent foods for vegans, but Grandpa Mon's pie, eh, not Maybe, vegan. I think Adam should in, just make sure his pies aren't vegan. I don't think they are able to be, but... Oh, yeah. Adam puts butter in there his pies. There we go. There we go. Adam is our... Um, our pie aficionado yeah and, and for people maker. listening to our big table our that don't pro. know um all the people in our family uh, adam is meredith's husband meredith is elizabeth's sister and dr grandpa mon's other daughter so um adam makes awesome pies every he year at thanksgiving they're so good he makes a lot of them too yeah. and we actually go home after their house we always go home with basically i don't know what two and a bit pies yeah but i don't think he uses lard Hey, pro tip. Yeah. His pies are delicious, but we can make them even better. I don't, I, it, mm, I'm skeptical. His pies are so amazing. I don't yeah. know if there's any way to improve They're them. They're so good. All right, Elizabeth, you've actually had pies both made by Grandma Mon and made by Adam. What do you think? Well, I wouldn't be able to eat my Grandma Mon's pies anymore because of my pork allergy. But I, from, you know, a nostalgic, I guess, point of view, you know, her pie, her apple pies were very good. I do remember her, or at least my dad, bringing them home and that they would be gone very quickly. And they they were... That's right. They were a, a soft crust. They always had cinnamon and sugar sprinkled on top of them, and I think a taste of cloves in them too. They were they were very good. I've had them too. They were excellent. Unfortunately, Sounds I didn't have delicious. enough reps. I didn't eat enough of them for me to have them seared in my brain sufficient that I could compare them to Adam's pies. But we can at least have Adam make some with lard, just so we can <laughs> check that. Yeah. <laughs> He can check All right, it off Adam, the if you're list. listening to our Big Table podcast, you, you know, know what, what you to need do. to do. Yeah. <laughs> we need some lard pies. Apple, please. Now, it's time for the Golden Chair Award. This award is given each week by my mom, Elizabeth Lamb, to a person that was really helpful, truly caring, or made her happy. The winner gets to sit with us in the golden chair at our big table for that week, or at least until the next award is given. Even if you don't win the golden chair, there are plenty of seats with us at our big table, and you're always welcome to join us. It's time for the golden chair at our big table. 
Alright, Golden Chair Award goes to the person or thing or, or something that Elizabeth has found to be most Wait, so does wonderful that mean that it can go week. to Otis? It could go to anything that Elizabeth wants to give it to. So a salamander that we find outside? It could go to a salamander that we find wow. outside. Right. But lots of room at our big table for all of our friends and family. And, and only salamanders. one person each week. Only gets one. The only chair. one. And it might not even be a person. <laughs> Otis is part of our family, though. Okay. I was very appreciative of people who were helpful to me this so week. So that wasn't me. Shh. <laughs> so about a week ago on Saturday, Sarah oh my gosh. and Ava worked very hard to clean the house, especially the kitchen and the living room and the hallways. And that was nice to have that to have those rooms clean. Also during the week, John did a marvelous job of keeping the kitchen clean. Um, he would clean up um, the dishes and the pots and pans um, after everyone had finished eating. And that was very, made me feel very happy. You gotta admit everyone, I was trying to get the golden chair. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we because all? Then it made me want to actually make dinner the next day since the kitchen was clean from the night before. I love dinner. And did that happen? It did. Wow. So pro tip, if you want dinner the following night, clean up the kitchen and you'll get an amazing dinner. Or a dinner. We also had Archer would take Sarah over to the neighbor's house to care for their dog. Yes. Sarah was um, feeding the dog. Through the weekend. That's right, Lexi. If you're listening, you better be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Friday and Saturday, um, Ava had debate tournaments in Maplewood, which is close to Meredith and Adam's house. Unfortunately, it's about a 45 minute drive from our house. And I got caught in traffic coming back. And so, fortunately, my father in law, Glenn, you know, I called him, and immediately he said, yes, I can go pick up Archer from the high school when his practice was done. So that was very helpful to me. I didn't have to um, call Archer and say, well, it's going to be an hour before I can pick you up. That was very nice. And then... The Although Archer could take it. Next time, just make him wait or walk. And then another significant act of kindness was that... Friday night when I told Meredith and Adam that Ava was going to have to be at this tournament at the high school near their house until 10 o'clock that night, and then I would have to bring her back the next morning at, by 7.30, they offered to let her spend the night at their house. Nice she didn't, but the, it was the thought that counts. Absolutely. The fact that they would be willing to do that, set up a bed for her, and get her there the next morning. Um, was very kind and thoughtful. Yes. So. And we would have all loved it if Ava would have <laughs> been able to take advantage of that opportunity and not, you know, not have to all that extra driving because she would have been even more fresh the next day for her uh, debate tournament. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Although I think she did still do. I pretty don't well. think she would have slept at their house. Yeah, that that's true. Ava's such a stinker. We'll edit you that right out. that she might be We'll edit that right out. Yeah, yes. that is going off. All right. So I am going to give Trimble the gold the golden chair award 
to to John wow. for for keeping the kitchen clean. Good job, and Dad. There's, there's a possibility that you might earn this award again. Whoa! For, I could be a two-time wow. Golden Chair winner. The kitchen clean. Thank you, thank you all. I've worked hard for this award. I, we'll I do feel like I earned it. Fake applause right here. Yep. And you'll know it's fake because no. It'll one be fake. This. You awesome applause. <laughs> So yeah. you may go sit in the golden chair now. Excellent. I get ba, ba, the golden ba, ba. chair on our big table for the entire week. Thank you. Thank you. I think we'll keep track of who gets the most golden chair awards. Man, I that is one awesome looking chair that he is now currently sitting in. It is golden. And, and non-existent. If, and if you're listening, uh, if you're one of our listeners to our big table podcast, you too are welcome to be at our table. And if you work hard enough and you're nice enough to people, you might even get to sit in the golden chair for the oh, week. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Elizabeth. That was great. Bye, Mom. Hi, this is Sarah's weekly joke. So, my friend told me that I had to stop acting like a flamingo. So, I had to put my foot down. <laughs> get it? Because flamingos. Yeah, uh, flamingos normally stand on one feet. <laughs> Okay. Thank you, don't you Sarah. Mean, don't you mean foot? <laughs> All right. Well, if you listeners, if you listeners right. have a joke that you would like us to use on our big table, please, con- please send it. Please send us. Send it in. <laughs> send it to Sarah. We need, we need jokes. What's hey, my email? I don't know. Sarah at ourbigtable.net. That's S A R A no H S A R A at ourbigtable.net. Yeah. Okay. So do that. Okay, bye. Start our segment. <clears throat> okay. Since we're going to be talking about apples, I figured we'd actually start off by tasting some different apples. <laughs> <laughs>